Hi, this is Health Powered Productivity by RaiderCo. We're revitalizing productivity and banishing burnout through practical, tailored tools, healthy, sustainable habits, and coaching accountability. Declutter your mind, body, and life one habit at a time. I'm your productivity lead, Marcy Raider, with your next bite-sized nugget of knowledge. With business travel gearing up again, it's time to rethink your travel wellness policies. I know travel managers, you have written and rewritten your policies over the last year, but this is different. We're going to focus on travel wellness. And this is a piece of a presentation that I did in late June at um, Pebble Beach for business travel news. And we had several travel travel managers there and companies, Delta United, um, were represented and thinking about just throwing out everything you know, start from scratch, making health a priority. And this is part one of a three-part series on rethinking travel wellness. Part two covers movement and part three covers mindfulness. Travel managers are starting to survey their staff to determine their comfort levels with getting back on the road. Policies have been written and rewritten, I know, with a new respect for PPE, personal well-being, and comfort levels, and the cost of travel itself. But what have you changed about travel wellness? This is the best time to completely redo the perks, benefits, and necessities of road warriors. Heavy business travel without some level of discipline and willpower isn't healthy or sustainable. Eventually, your body may get used to going on less sleep, eating chemically concocted vending machine delicacies wrapped in crinkly packages, and skipping your workouts. Still, it could result in chronic disease, low energy, and lackluster performance. And all those things lead to a decrease in decision-making and cognitive deficits. I am a very disciplined person and even I struggle on the road. I recommend holding two focus groups with your travelers. The first can be with your seasoned travelers who may have gotten used to being at home and maybe aren't so excited about going back out again. Ask them what they would like to see differently about business travel policies and perks at your company. The second focus group is for your newer travelers or the people you've hired since the pandemic started. What do they see as important? Because they don't have a paradigm to break or an ingrained orthodoxy about what is permissible, you may be surprised at what is expected and their ideas. The younger generations will not wear road warrior lifestyles as a badge like the older generation. And I include myself in that one. They are more concerned with their health and staying connected on the road. They won't want to give up their weekends catching up from being gone all week just to do it all over again. They're not going to want to get home late on a Friday night when they have three sons at home. They will be more likely to want to see the city they're visiting rather than hold up in their hotel room working until they fall asleep on their bed with their device by their side. I've come up with a few ideas to add to your benefits that will be attractive to new hires, increase retention, improve productivity, and above all, keep your travelers healthy. Discuss guardrails with them. Guardrails keep us safe. 
When I'm driving around a mountain, I like having that guardrail there. When I'm walking across a bridge, I feel much safer with a rope or fence if I lose my balance. Asking your travelers to think about how much they want to travel and under what circumstances to stay healthy is essential. Will they always be able to get their wish? Of course not. But being mindful about what sucks their energy and what keeps them at the top of their game or feel safe is an important exercise. Here are some of my guardrails. Ideally, arrive at my destination before it's dark or before 6 p.m. I feel safer if it's light out. Um, The 6 p.m. thing is because that way I'm not eating dinner super late at the hotel, which affects my sleep, and then it affects me the next day, and I am less than stellar. Ideally, I leave at 8 a.m. or later because then I can get a workout in before I go. I like to stay at a hotel with a kitchen. And I only present virtually for lower paying engagements unless I can schedule back to back. So let's talk about nutrition. Delivery services. A year of ordering out from DoorDash, Postmates, Grubhub, Uber Eats, they have become apps on our phone. Sign up for a corporate account and make it easy for your travelers to order ahead and have delivered to where they're working or to their hotel. Benefits, less time spent waiting in line or for the check at restaurants. You can schedule it ahead. I could schedule, you know, if I know I'm going to be at a hotel um, next Tuesday night, I could go on now and have something delivered and ready to go at 7, you know, to to be delivered at 7 p.m. at my hotel. Leftovers can easily be stored in a hotel fridge. I don't feel like I have to eat it all because I don't, you know, I don't have a a fridge. Um, But also easier accounting because it's one vendor instead of multiple restaurants. And here's a little health hack for you. People who peruse the menu online before they go to a restaurant tend to make a healthier choice. Grocery stores. When people drive more than 25 miles from their homes, they forget that grocery stores exist. Not only is it cheaper than eating three meals at restaurants, but the traveler is also more in control of their calories and portions. They can eat more like they do at home instead of eating like they're on vacation. And staying at a hotel with a kitchen can be a mega health hack for people who want to lose or maintain their weight or have special diets, like me. Three of the companies I worked for did not allow me to buy food at grocery stores. I had to get approval two levels up even when I was stationed somewhere for three weeks. It is so ridiculous that it makes my hands turn to fists when I talk about it. Did they think I was going to stuff my suitcase with canned salmon and oatmeal to take home with me? Even if I did, it would still be cheaper than going to a restaurant for all my meals. And that three-week stint, the tra- it was in San Diego. The traffic was terrible, and I wasn't near any restaurants. Can you imagine the wasted time every day? So let's reconsider that policy. Benefits. Cheaper for the company, fewer transactions. Time spent driving to restaurants, ordering, waiting for the check, multiplied by how many times a day they're eating out is costly. The traveler has control over what they eat and how much. People with food restrictions, digestive issues, or autoimmune diseases like me can know exactly what they're eating. No one wants to spend time doubled over in pain, on the toilet, or scratching an itchy rash, especially when traveling. 
subscription snack boxes. It's typical now for offices to have some kind of coffee bar and complimentary snacks. Your road warriors may not be in the habit of planning ahead for energy dips, no snacks on the plane, or unpredictable hangry attacks. What if you recognized their challenge eating on the road with a subscription snack box delivered to their door every month with the reminder to put them in their suitcase? There are several healthy snack box service options, and it will give them the awareness to think about what types of things they are grabbing to go. Here's a side note. I would love it if hotels let you put on your preferences whether you want the sugary snacks, soft drinks, or alcohol in your room. These are emotional decisions for many people, and if they're there, they'll eat them. When was the last time you walked into your bedroom at night and there were Oreos or Pepperidge Farm cookies beside your pillow? I would guess never, but when you go to a hotel, there they are, and you eat them but you wouldn't go to the vending machine and buy them. You just eat them because they're there. So if I can decide what kind of pillow I want, can't I also check a box that says, don't tempt me? So back to the benefits. Healthier grab-and-go energy choices, better portion control than the giant bags that are in airports, and it provides awareness about the quality of food. Business travel can result in what Extended Stay America calls pound packing, and is loaded with counterfeit energy. Who doesn't eat more sugar, drink more caffeine and alcohol, and eat larger portions when they travel? What is one thing your company or travel program can do to promote healthier eating on the road for your business travelers? At Raider Co., we have team specialists who can help navigate the tricky area of business travel nutrition, even for those with food allergies and special needs please reach out for workshops or private coaching. And if you're doing something innovative or your company supports these behaviors, please reach out and let me know so I can use use you as a healthy company example.